Welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm, I'm very grateful that we have the opportunity to study from the Word of God again today as we wrap up a two-part series on weathering the storm when anxiety tries to rule. In our last episode, we discussed how we can weather the storm when anxiety rules the day. And in this episode, as we close out this small series, we'll discuss the importance of weathering the storm when anxiety rules the night. Before we dive into our study, as always, I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to like us on Facebook, to check us out on Instagram, to visit our website, scatteredabroad.org, and to contact us if you have any questions or comments, thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. I also want to encourage you to go and check out all the podcasts on this network. Uh, This particular podcast comes out on Thursday, but we have content coming out every day of the week. And we encourage you to go and to check those out in hopes that it will help you in your walk with the Lord. But I certainly thank you for being with me today as we strive to weather the storm by looking unto God. In our last episode, when we discussed anxiety ruling the day, we examined the example of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, and that great prayer that he offered to God, and how he respected God's power, he remembered God's providence, he recognized God's presence, and he rested in God's promises. And this was something that helped him when the enemy approached. And you remember that we personified anxiety as that enemy, as that enemy that approaches and tries to take over your day. But in this episode, we want to think about what happens when anxiety creeps in at night. What happens when you can't sleep? What happens when something wakes you up? You just have a weird feeling and you can't go back to sleep. You see, it's in moments like those in which we're so distraught that we're most vulnerable. Moments like that that can lead to a lot of bad decisions and a lot of pain. What do we do when we cry ourselves to sleep or we wake ourselves up because we can't stop crying? What do we do when pain is there and nothing seems to take care of it? When anxiety comes in and tries to rule the night? We want to look to the example of David. David was a man who knew what it felt like to be anxious all night long. A man who had to run for his life, literally. A man who had to dwell in caves. A man who was well acquainted with darkness. And he had long nights of weeping. Many times he'd make statements like, My eye wastes away with grief. Or my pillow is is drenched with my tears. Here's a man who knew pain. But he's also a man who knew God. David was a man for God's own heart. And so as we think about David, and we think about the anxiety that, that he faced in the night, I hope that we can look at his example and it can help us that when we face those long, hard nights, that we can get through it knowing that joy comes in the morning, as the psalmist says. Let's look to the Psalms, and specifically Psalm 56. This is a psalm that that means a lot to me. Um, I've preached 
several sermons from it, and I've gained great encouragement from just reading and studying this psalm. And so I chose this psalm because it kind of encapsulates everything that, that David experienced as he went through difficult trials, and, and specifically as he faced anxiety and fear. And when you think about the background of Psalm 56, you think about David, who was running from King Saul, only to find his way uh, in the presence of uh, King Achish. And here he is, and he's made his way into enemy territory. The Philistines captured him in Gath. That's what we find in the subscript of Psalm 56, which takes us back to 1 Samuel chapter 21. David, in enemy territory, you may recall, acts as if he is a, a madman, as if he's crazy. And he starts foaming at the mouth and allowing his you know, spit to go down his beard. And, and so the king says, listen, I don't want him here. Get him out of here. Because the people were, were asking, isn't this David? Isn't this the king? So while he runs away, he's now by himself. He's all alone. And he's afraid. Let's read Psalm 56 together. And let's see what David did when anxiety tried to rule the night. When anxiety tried to creep in and he was so worried and, and fearful, what did he do? Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together. They hide. They mark my steps when they lie in wait for my life. So they escape by iniquity. In anger, cast down the peoples, O God. You number my wanderings. Put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know, because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? What a beautiful psalm. What a beautiful declaration of, of trust from David, who said, when I am afraid. You know, when fear and anxiety try to rule the night, try to take over, I'm going to trust in God. In God, I will put my trust. I will not fear. From this psalm, I want to bring out several points that will hopefully help us to weather the storm when anxiety tries to rule the night. The first thing that we are to do is what David did here. When anxiety creeps in at night, the first thing we ought to do is approach the throne of grace, verses 1 and 2. When you feel that anxiety creeping, when you're having a hard time to, to slow everything down, Go to God in prayer. That is always the best first move you can make. Go to God in prayer. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. 
You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. Psalm 4.1. You know, David in, a, in an earlier time knew that when that anxiety crept in, when he was having trouble, he should go to God. We should too. Have mercy on me, O God, O God, O my Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief. Yes, my soul and my body. I'm grieving. I'm going through this trial. I'm going to go to God in prayer. Remember when David, that great sin with Bathsheba, Psalm 51, he said, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. He's looking for peace. He's looking for closure. He's looking for comfort. Where's he go? He goes to God. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge. Until these calamities have passed by, I will cry out to God most high, to God who performs all things for me. Until the sun comes up, until I can start fresh a new day, I'm going to cry out to God. I'm going to approach His throne. And as Christians, we have the great privilege of approaching the throne of grace with boldness to receive mercy in time of need. Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. All because of Jesus, our great high priest, serves there in that great capacity, interceding for us, mediating for us as our great high priest. And so David first approached the throne of grace. Second, he allowed his trust to overcome his fear. He allowed his trust to overcome his fear, verses 3 and 4 as well as verse 11. And the Bible doesn't shy away from the fact that David was afraid. He fled for fear of Saul, 1 Samuel 21.10. He fled for fear of Achish, 1 Samuel 21 and verse 12. But in spite of his fear, he made a choice to trust in God. Because of that great trust and that great focus, he was able to get through it. He said, I will not fear what can man do to me. Over and over in the book of Psalms, you'll find uh, this same sentiment. Psalm 118 and verse 6, for example. But the New Testament update is Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said... I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And so David here, when anxiety ruled the night, when he was running for his life, when he found himself alone, he approached the throne of grace and he allowed trust to overcome fear. When we have fear and anxiety in the night, let's allow our trust to overcome that. Third, David acknowledged that God was for him. And you and I need to acknowledge that God is for us. Of course, Romans 8.31, if God is for us, who can be against us? We can also say, what can be against us? You know, nothing at all can separate us from the love of, love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. That's, the, the, of course, the thrust of Romans chapter 8, beginning there in 31 to the end of the chapter. But I need to acknowledge that. Verses 5 through 9 Bring that out in this great text. We find that God keeps records. He says, put my tears in your bottle. This is a reference. Uh, later on, we'll find 
uh, of a lacrimatory. Lacrima was Latin for the word tear. And in the first century, when you think about uh, those who were to pass away in the Roman culture, if somebody was grieving at the way, at the uh, graveside, they would cry and they'd put their tears into a bottle. And this would be called a lacrimatory. And they would put that by the graveside. Well, here David says, put my tears in your bottle. And dear friends, that's comforting. When you find yourself in a moment of anxiety and a difficult trial and a storm at night and you're crying and you feel like nobody hears, nobody sees, God does. He sees your tear. He hears your cries. Puts your tears in a bottle. It's amazing to consider just how much God cares about us. David needed to acknowledge that and that would help him get through this trial. Acknowledge that God is for you. That He wants you to succeed. He wants you to get through it. And He wants to help you. We may be anxious. We may be nervous. We may be fearful. may be afraid. But let's trust in God who wants to see us through it. Finally, verses 12 through 13, we learn from this great psalm and from the example of David that when anxiety creeps in, and no matter what storm we face, We need to always be faithful to God. David will praise the Lord because he knows God will carry him through this trial and whatever else he may face. God will get you through that long night through. He'll get you through that night. He'll get you through that darkness, that moment when anxiety tries to rule. God says, no, 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 I rule. I'm on the throne. And we can look unto him for that strength and for that guidance. We need to always cling to Him and be faithful to Him. David praises God for past deliverance. You have delivered my soul from death. You have kept my feet from falling. But he also praises Him for present and future deliverance. He says, I'm going to walk before God in the light of the living. You're the one who upholds me. You're the one that's going to see me through. You're the one that's going to help me get through this long night of sorrow, this dark night. You're going to help me to see the beauty of tomorrow. Dear friend, you and I can rest in that promise as well. But we can trust in God that that He'll get us through the long night. He'll get us through that darkness and bring us to the next day where there will be joy. As we close this episode, I want us to actually go back to Psalm 55. Here I want you to notice what David is going through Again, as you think about him trying to weather this storm of of anxiety, trying to rule the night, not finding sleep, not finding rest, and maybe you are going through that right now. Let's listen to the words here in Psalm 55. Couple that with what we've studied from Psalm 56, that we can gain strength and encouragement to weather the storm when anxiety tries to rule the night. David calls out to God and he says, Do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me, because I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily. The voice of the enemy, the oppression of the wicked, they bring down trouble upon me, and in wrath they hate me. Again, let's personify anxiety as that enemy. The voice of anxiety, if you will, coming to us in the night. Verse 4 of Psalm 55, David says, My heart is severely pained within me, and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling 
have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. Here's a man who is overwhelmed with horror. Here's a man who is in the night, overwhelmed with anxiety and fear. But then notice this, beginning in verse 16. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me. The battle that you're facing right now with anxiety. Call out to God. Trust in him and he can save you from it. Verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your burden on the Lord. In the night when anxiety tries to creep in and rule, cast your care and burden on the Lord. Peter would say, cast your all your care on God, for he cares for you, First Peter 5, 7. So I hope and pray that we can take what we've learned from the Psalms today, Psalm 56 and 55, thinking about what we are to do. And let's remember from the example of David, that we are to approach the throne of grace, allow trust to overcome fear, acknowledge that God is for us, and always be faithful to God, casting our burden on Him, knowing that He will sustain us. He'll get us through that long night so we can see the brand new beautiful day and the beautiful opportunities He has awaiting us in the future. Again, I thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and pray this episode and last week's episode, this two-part series, will help you if you are struggling with anxiety. When anxiety tries to rule the day, when anxiety tries to rule the night, remember that God rules both. And may we look unto Him for guidance, strength, direction, and comfort as we strive to weather the storm. Thank you. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.